listening to episode 12 of Ridiculously Happy People with me, Sophia Lemon, wedding and portrait photographer, softball player, and nature hiker. My goal is to help you tap into your creativity so that you can spend more of your time living your ridiculously happy lifestyle. Today, I'm sharing my 10 favorite ways to make a bad day good again. Everyone has bad days, and frankly, life would be boring if it were totally stress-free. Still, it's good to have some easy and effective strategies to turn a bad day into a good one when you're feeling like you just aren't going to make it. Keep listening for my 10 favorites. You can check out the show notes for this episode at sophialemon.com slash 12 and get your questions answered in the Facebook community at Ridiculously Happy People. And that's spelled P-P-L. Thanks for sharing this podcast with a friend. You probably have someone in your life who is struggling with something deeply personal and challenging right now. Do them a favor and send this along to them. It's easy from sophialemon.com slash podcast. Hello, ridiculously happy people. Lately, I've been working on a total overhaul of my picture perfect guide. This guide is an app which walks my clients through being ready and confident for their shoot. My clients have found it extremely useful and I'm always happy to hear them excitedly reciting the tips they followed when they arrive for their session. I can tell how ready they are to get their photo on. I've decided to make the guide available to everyone. It's a great resource to help prepare for your next photo opportunity or special occasion. Having clear skin and amazing hair and wearing the right clothes which hug your body in all the right places will help you feel like a million bucks. You can grab a copy of the guide at pictureperfect.guide. Speaking of feeling like a million bucks, have you ever had a bad day? What am I asking? Of course you have. I have them pretty regularly. I mean, things are bound to go wrong in life. But you've probably heard people spout off about how your strength can be found in how you handle the tough days in life. It's really true. Having strategies to manage stress and transform your mood can have a huge impact on your day-to-day happiness. Imagine getting some frustrating news, but rather than losing your cool, you go for a quick walk, digest it, and get back to tackling life like a champ. That's how I wish to be. And as a small business owner, it's so important to me that I'm able to deal with the printing snafus or camera malfunctions without totally falling apart. This week, I've put together a list of my 10 favorite things to do when I'm feeling down and out. One of these things always helps me turn my attitude around and get back to focusing on making my clients ridiculously happy. Here's the first one. Take a bath. When I'm really feeling down, I take a bath. I fill the tub with hot water and throw in some Epsom salts, light some incense, and put on some relaxing tunes. Truthfully, this is probably the last thing I try because it really relaxes me. And I mean, really relaxes me. After a good bath, it's normally time for bed. Number two, go for a walk outdoors. 
Exercise is a great way to improve your mood. Everyone knows that. But for people like myself who can be a little bit high strung and anxious at times, a hard workout that spikes my heart rate might not help calm me down. In cases like these, a walk is perfect. I queue up some good podcasts and walk around the concession, which is anywhere from 5 to 12 kilometers. It's a great way to clear my head and work out anxiety. In addition to being great exercise, the sun and fresh air will have a great healing impact on your mood. If you work in an office setting, use something like break time to notify you every couple of hours that it's time to stand up and walk around the block. You might be surprised how refreshed you feel when you get back to work. Number three, listen to a favorite song. One of my all-time favorite upbeat songs is Make a New Dance Up by Hey Ocean. It makes me sing. It makes me dance. And my mood totally shifts when I listen to it, no matter what state of mind I'm in. Have a listen for yourself and see if it doesn't make you want to shake. Number four, have a good meal. When I say good, I mean healthy. Many people eat comfort foods like salty treats when they're feeling down or anxious. I have myself, but the truth is those foods tend to leave us feeling bloated and tired. That's not a good way to feel when you're trying to turn your day around. I'm not saying you have to eat a carrot, although that would be a good choice, but some tuna or chicken on leafy greens or a hot bowl of oatmeal with some banana would be great choices. Each time I eat a good, healthy meal, I feel like I'm starting anew. Number five, take a nap. I love naps. You listen to this podcast, so you probably know that already. And if you've ever talked to me around two in the afternoon, you definitely know. Having a little lay down mid-afternoon really helps me feel alert later in the day. Sometimes when I'm feeling particularly stressed, I'll feel like totally shutting down and sleeping for like 10 years. But a quick 20-minute nap can quickly turn that around. Number six, clean up. When my desk is cluttered or I have unfolded laundry, my life can feel completely scattered. I might find myself procrastinating by making my bed, tidying up my laundry, and clearing and organizing my desk. The truth is that by cleaning up my physical space, I'm somehow simultaneously making more brain space so that I can deal with work and life more productively. If you're feeling totally overwhelmed and there's stacks of files piled a mile high on your desk, take 10 to 20 minutes to tidy them up and organize them. You might find while you're making your workspace more functional that you're also finding outstanding tasks which need to be dealt with. Number seven, hug someone. There's all sorts of research on how physical touch like hugging can release oxytocin in your body, which will make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. I've also read compelling evidence that tightly squeezing children with autism and anyone with anxiety can diminish episodes of panic. These are all great reasons why you should snag a great big hug when you're feeling overwhelmed. But more so, hugs feel amazing. So hug more. Number eight dress up. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Sophia, 
you are pretty much the least fashionable person ever. You wear sweatpants like 80% of the time. And you are correct. But darn if dressing up doesn't make me feel put together. Sometimes I'll have an appointment, but really not feel like leaving the house. When I do my hair and makeup and force myself into an outfit that makes me feel great, suddenly I feel more alert. Those meetings tend to be some of my best. When you're feeling low, try putting a little more effort into your hair and choosing the right outfit and stand up tall. I bet you'll feel a little bit better. Number nine, wear sweatpants. Are you kidding me, Sophia? You just said, no, I'm not kidding. Sometimes we just need to kick back and relax. My family jokes that it takes me all of five minutes to change into my sweats when I get home, which for the record is true. If you ever find yourself going a mile a minute for days on end, throw on some sweats and sit in front of the TV with some of your new healthy comfort food. Running yourself into the ground won't make you feel great, so be sure to maximize on what downtime you do have. And number 10. Do something nice for someone else. Have you ever paid for someone else's coffee just for funsies? Congratulations, you're a great person. It feels awesome, doesn't it? It might not be truly altruistic, you know, because you're doing it to make yourself feel good, but random acts of kindness can really restore faith in yourself. Try it out, especially when others are making you feel down. Do a little something nice for someone else and see how you feel. It can be as easy as telling someone on the street, hey, I like your top. There you have it. These are my 10 favorite ways to turn a bad day good. Try each one on for size on their own or mix them up. For example, going for a long walk followed by a refreshing meal and an Epsom salts bath might be the perfect way to spend a relaxing Sunday. And remember your sweatpants. You can get the show notes for this episode and contact me directly at sophialemon.com 12. If you need a little bit more guidance on this subject or are looking for some more inspiration, you can join the community on Facebook at Ridiculously Happy People. And you can follow me on Instagram for more sneak peeks and shenanigans at Ridiculously Happy People. And remember, that's P-P-L. My Picture Perfect Guide is packed with tips from industry professionals like hairstylists, skincare specialists, and makeup artists. It's a free app I share with my clients before their session to help them feel confident going into their shoot. Have you ever wondered when you should exfoliate your skin or whether you should wash your hair before having it professionally styled? How about the best way to prepare your children for your photo session? The answers are packed into the Picture Perfect Guide. You can get your own copy at pictureperfect.guide. If you like what you hear, I highly recommend you subscribe at sophialemon.com slash podcast. And you can share the love by leaving me a five-star review at sophialemon.com slash review. Finally, I want to thank Benjamin Edward for my super cool caricature and Ben Sound for my awesome beats. Thanks for listening and see you soon. Thank you.
Thank you.